0: Podcasts. I'm joined by Fast Ready in New Smyrna Beach, where it's five o'clock. How you doing, Dad? I'm doing
1: fantastic. It's great to be back on the air and service our many devoted listeners in the name of the late, great Clay Miller and Miller Hardware, our sponsors. We have missed being on with everybody and we're excited. We're going to go through these pro playoff games. It's been a magnificent year. I mean, my gosh, how many great stories. And of course, the story... Always ends with one happy team and 31 miserable teams, Miles. But the tournament starts tomorrow, and it's really going to be fun. And, you know, all over America, people just love this game. So it's cool to go through these games right now with, with our predictions and our thoughts.
0: Yes, sir, I'm with you. I hope everyone had a great holiday season. Going back to Miller's Hardware, we have a brick on Flagler Avenue in New Smyrna Beach for Clay Miller. So if you find yourself there having a pint, look for it. It says uh, Clay Miller, Slide Pride CEO. And going back to what you are saying about the football, we have a bunch of matchups and we'll go in order. We're recording this Friday, so thanks for joining us. Can I just add
1: one thing? Clay's brick, and it took the two real estate geniuses that are doing this podcast a little while to find it, but it's highly appropriate. It's in front of the Flagler Tavern, the most fun place at the beach. That's where Clay's brick is. So go by and see it. And if you can't find it, call me. I'm ten minutes away. I'll come have a will come buy you a drink and show you where it is.
0: That's right. You can contact me by email M B R U at G-A-T-E-C-H dot E D U or Freddie on Instagram, which is F. Brubacher, and if you know him, I hope you know how to spell that name, and all right, let's get into it. First up, Saturday, 4.30 Eastern, is the Seattle Seahawks at the San Francisco 49ers, Levi's Stadium, 4.30 p.m. Eastern in Santa Clara, California. Seahawks limped into the playoffs, Niners are strong, the line is San Francisco favored by nine points, so Dad, do you have any thoughts going into that?
1: What an accomplishment for Pete Carroll when we thought the Seahawks would be the absolute dogs of the West for them to make the playoffs. And Geno Smith, what can you say? I remember how awful he was with the Jets, but he's persevered. On the other side of the of the aisle, the, the 49ers, I think, are the consensus NFC Super Bowl favorite. They've won 10 in a row. Debo is back. It sounds like they're healthy. And you know, Mr. Irrelevant Purdy has played beautifully. It kind of speaks to what a great coach can do for a young fella. So I I certainly like San Francisco in the game, but that's a rookie uh, in his first playoff game in Purdy. And I give the Niners a chance to cover. I think they have a chance to cover, but I pick uh, San Francisco to win and, and advance.
0: Yep. We would all agree that they're they're going to win this game. They're strong. Uh, and Shanahan, say what you will about him. He's one of the few difference makers when it comes to head coaches. He really knows how to put his personnel into positions to succeed. And they're a real uh, tough, rock'em, sock'em sort of team, control the line of scrimmage. So, yeah, I believe the Niners are going to win. I believe they'll cover, and we'll see how it goes from there. Uh, but these these two teams know each other pretty well from being in the same division. So you never know in the playoffs. Next up is Los Angeles Chargers at the Jacksonville Jaguars in Duval a Stadium that my dad and I have had some experience with over the past couple years. Chargers are favored by one and a half. So what do you see going into that?
1: Miles, I'm all over the Jags in this and we'll be bitterly disappointed if they don't win. Trevor Lawrence has come on. The defense has come on. We love that stadium. It's a home game for them. I just really expect that the uh, the Jags are gonna gonna win this one outright, and I don't think it's gonna be win by a point. I think they'll win by seven to ten, and I'll sure be disappointed if they don't. It's up to Duval to make that a real home court advantage. Uh, they've got to be loud. They're not experienced in this sort of thing. So they've really – the fans have got to come through for the team. But, you know, I really like the city of Jacksonville. I like the people. I have a great time every time I go.
0: I'm all in on the Jacks. I'm with you. and what a difference Doug Peterson makes compared oh, to Urban Lord, Meyer. Yes. It was yes. bleak a year ago, and now they're on the upswing. You know, we'll see how they do. I think Chargers will probably win it because Herbert's a better quarterback. However, it could go either way. The line's close. Again, like we said, the future is bright. Sometimes I worry if they've already used up all their mojo in winning their final game of the season to sneak into the playoffs. But we shall see. That's going to be a good one uh, Saturday night. And that'll conclude the games on Saturday. Miami has the Dolphins, the greatest football team. We take the ball
1: from goal to goal like no one's ever seen. We're in the air, we're on the ground, we're always in control. And when you say Miami, you're talking Super Bowl. Guys,
0: we're the... Next up is an AFC East matchup between the Miami Dolphins at the Buffalo Bills in upstate New York. Bills are favored by 13 and a half. There's no uh It's probably going to be a stomping, but... We're still pulling for the Dolphins. So, what do you think, Dad?
1: It, I call this the Wyrock Bowl. That's Gidget barking. She may be telling us that it's going to be a dog of a game for the Dolphins, but <laughs> it's the Wyrock Bowl. We're pulling for our Joe's boys, and uh, I don't see any way. But uh, I'm all in with the Dolphins. I, I I really don't even think they can cover. It's been an amazing year, an up and down year to say the least with the Dolphins. They've shown. A lot of great stuff. But, of course, Tua – and the only thing I'd hope for here is I'm just thrilled Tua's not playing because maybe, you know, over the course of the offseason, he can get in in better shape and whatever he has to do to be able to protect himself because, man, when he played well, he was magic. It looked like that second half of that Georgia game all that those years ago when he came up and blew – the Bulldogs doors off remember miles. So yep. I see nothing for the dolphins, but I promise Joe me and miles, the brewbuckers are in with you. We're pulling for
0: you. And we were just talking about how much of a difference coaching makes. I was a big fan of Brian Flores and I was surprised they let him go. Me too. So me too. I was, I was dubious going into this season. And if if you heard our preview, you know, six months ago, however long ago it was, <laughs> we both were dubious. However, um, I got to give props to Mike McDaniel. And I think the future is bright, but We'll see with Tua. It's I don't even want to talk about it because it's, it's kind of disheartening.
1: Yeah, with it's that sense, really yeah, it's
0: heartbreaking, exactly. And I learned this word the other day. You want to talk about the vicissitudes of a season. <laughs> Vicissitude, look it up. It means uh, the ups and downs of a season. They uh, started hot, proven us wrong, beat the Pats, the Ravens, the Bills, and were great up until midseason. Then Tua keeps getting hurt. They're, they go with Bridgewater. He gets hurt. Uh, now it's Skylar Thompson, who was a seventh-round pick out of Kansas State. That's who they're going to start on Sunday at 1. But like we said, let's just hope they can put up a fight.
1: Was Did he go to Kansas State, or did Purdy go to Kansas
0: State? Purdy and went I don't to remember. Iowa State. Oh, good job, Miles. I, I, I looked it up. And next up is my dad's team, the mighty, mighty New York Giants against the Minnesota Vikings in Minneapolis, Minnesota, Sunday at 430. The line is Vikings favored by three. So, Dad, give us some knowledge. What you got?
1: Very much looking forward to this game. A heartbreaking loss to the Vikings the last time. You know, the 61-yard field goal this time expired, but Giants played well. I see another dogfight. They say when you're a home, when you're at home and you're a 3 point favorite, it's a pick em game, right? Miles, that's what the the They give 3 points to, to the
0: home team, yes.
1: So I think it's anybody's ball game. I'm worried, very worried that Jefferson is just unbelievable to me that number 18. Now we get our best cornerback, Adoree Jackson. Will play, and we think he's reasonably healthy. That will help. We didn't have Xavier McKinney last game. Great free safety. That will help. But they are very, very good offensively. This is pure pick 'em to me. So, you know, I'm going to pick the Giants. But it's this is this is a roll of the dice between these two teams. I do expect another good game. I don't expect Dayball's Giants to go up there and be intimidated because it's the playoffs. I think they'll play Larry the Renzoff. Martindale hopefully has some surprises. I picked the Giants, but really I'm just throwing the dice. The, the teams were made for each other. They're they're just to me awful very much even. And I definitely want to see the Giants win for obvious reasons, but it wouldn't, it wouldn't break my heart to see Kirk Cousins. Kind of get over the hump and win a playoff game. But I'm all uh, it, to me, it's a pure coin flip. This
0: game, I'm with you there. And you mentioned Martindale; he's the type of defensive coordinator who likes to bring pressure. Yeah, I think something about half the time he he blitzes at least one. However, you mentioned Justin Jefferson, who is Good. legitimately well. in the MVP conversation. I don't know if you really want to give him one-on-one coverage. I would I would err on the side of of bracketing him and trying to contain him. You know, he's going to get his fifteen-yard outs, but but yeah. don't don't let him get the fifty-yard touchdowns on you because those should okay. just be backbreaking. No, so, I agree with you. Yeah. But uh, you talk about a turnaround. Uh, It was a little bleak uh, last season going into this season. You've talked about it before with the salary cap situation. But we really think you all got a solid coaching staff going forward. And we'll talk about the Giants after the season.
1: Very good. The interesting thing there is, and it has been an unbelievable turnaround in morale, but it was just say this to the fans out there, the teams that are struggling, they hired the GM, Joe Shane, and then they hired – his offensive coordinator, who was had been talked about to be a head coach for years, and Dayball. I think those two together have done a remarkable job and it kind of makes sense that they had no communications issues from the day they walked into the building. So it's been, you know, it's been a great story, and we're no great team, but it's been a hell of a year. Good
0: point. And it's quintessential playing with house money at this point, right? So nothing to lose. Let's see how it goes. Amen. All right, next game up is Ravens, Bengals, and AFC North matchup. These teams already played last week, but there's no Lamar Jackson. Bengals are favored by eight and a half, so we'll go quick. What do you think, Dad? Um,
1: This would not be as big an upset of the Dolphins if they could beat the Bills, but close to it. I see nothing. And oh, by the way, for the Ravens, I'd be amazed if they cover, to be honest with you. But I will say this, Miles, how about Lamar Jackson? Didn't he turn down 40 or $45 million a year? And now the knee is bad? I mean, and he's a great young fella and a leader and a great player. And I'm I'm heartbroken that he didn't take some of that money.
0: Me too. And it's an interesting situation because he's (sighs) his own agent. He represents himself and someone said it it made a lot of sense a lot of agents would like to have him on their team but you never see Lamar Jackson in a commercial you see Baker Mayfield on every single commercial no endorsements for Lamar it's this is going to be interesting and as yeah. far as as far as Sunday what do you do if you're him is it better to show up in a playoff game and potentially hurt yourself or just wait till the off season, and I'm not clued into Baltimore's coaching staff. But what I've heard is he's kind of an enigma. And Harbaugh's is a pretty smart guy, but whenever you hear him talk about it, he's not committal because he doesn't know what's going on. And so it's interesting. Yeah, it's a it's a shame, is what it is to me for a great young fellow Lamar, who everybody doubted
1: and made fun of, and came out and played beautifully. I'm 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 upset for him. I want him to I want him to not play. And I don't think he is. And and He's just up. like Tua, get healthy, yep. son. Just get healthy in the offseason. Punt
0: and play next year. Exactly. Get healthy. Yep. So Bengals will probably roll, and they're strong. And we'll we'll see how they do in the next round. They're very good. Yes. And.
1: B u c c a n e e r s, go Bucks.
0: Last but not least. Monday night, 8:15. 15 is the Dallas Cowboys at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. My Buccaneers. Uh, Dak Prescott versus Tom Brady. Tampa is, no, excuse me, Cowboys are favored by two and a half in Tampa. This has the potential to be one of the best games. Tampa's on our third center now. Uh, Ryan Jensen got hurt at the beginning of the season. They say he's practicing, but... I don't know if you bring him in now. The one bright spot of the line is Tristan Wirfs is back, the right tackle, who I actually just bought his jersey, um, who's who's our, who's our best offensive lineman right now. And then Shaq Mason at a Georgia Tech, who Tom Brady has known for a while as our right guard. But I believe the stat is Tom Brady has the quickest time to release of any quarterback in the NFL by a long shot this season, like two point something seconds. And if you watch, if you've been watching Tampa, you can tell why uh, he's. 45 years old, he doesn't need to take those hits, he's getting rid of the ball. All that said, the Cowboys have a great defensive line tandem in Micah Parsons and Demarcus Lawrence, and so I think that's going to be the most interesting part of the game for me, but um, if you've been watching Tom in the regular season, he's not going to take hits, he's not going to stand in the pocket, get clobbered, and deliver a strike when he needs to during the regular season, because he had to make it through. Now in the playoffs, I think I think he'll take a little bit more risks to his own personal body so we'll see how that goes and then on the other side of the ball Dak Prescott has been up and down it remains to be seen his interception rate is way up and Tampa has a pretty good defense so I think this is going to be the best game of the weekend Monday night so dad what do you see you said last
1: but not least and I would add correct son last but certainly not least This to me is the marquee game of the weekend because to me it's Tom Brady's last stand and Jerry Jones's last stand. Your nephew or your cousin, my nephew Jake, says not his last stand because he's gonna go play someplace else next year. And that might very well be true. I don't know. Tom, but yeah, Tom Brady. But with all due respect, Jerry Jones has been an incredible owner. He's been almost Al Davis. He's change the league in mostly positive ways but you know he loves to talk on the radio he has a radio show he loves to be quoted and i'm just telling you i'll be 69 in a couple weeks i know i'm slowing down a little bit i assure you jerry is slowing down there aren't going to be a lot more chances like this and then he draws this landmine of tom brady on his way out the door on the road this is a wild game, Miles. I think it'll be amazing. And the Bucs have gotten better the last couple of weeks because your offensive linemen have gotten healthy. The other tackle, correct me if I'm wrong, has come back.
0: I'm Donovan Smith. Name.
1: Smith, Donovan Smith. So let me tell you, if they can protect him a little bit and Dak, those Tampa linebackers, they're fast. Uh-huh. They'll get into a zone and intercept a ball and return it for a touchdown. And if Dak does that, he's going to get his team beat. I can't predict it. I'm taking the box, but I have no idea what's going to happen. But I think it's the coolest game of the weekend. And Miles, just so you know, if that damn YouTube TV you gave me, which of course I haven't paid a dime for, if that blows up, Jake and I, your nephew and I, we're headed to the sports bar, and we'd be sending you the bill. We're not missing a minute of this game, son. Do you Fine. understand?
0: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. What, me.
1: what do you say about the NFL schedules that they put this son of a bitch of a game on Monday night? It'll have a Super Bowl rating yep. with the Cowboys and Tom Brady. The the you know Colin Coward talks about the TV ratings all the time.
0: Yeah. Good lord, this I'd, will
1: break the chart.
0: Yes, sir. And going back a little bit to what you were saying with Jared Jones, he's he's aging, but he's also never been known as the most patient person to begin with for the past <laughs> yes. 20 years. So yes. so we'll see how it goes with that, and then what you were saying about the Bucks' offense improving. I've heard word on the street, and by street I mean internet. Um, Tom has taken over the play calling because <laughs> he was a little, little set with what was going on with Leftwich. But yeah, that all makes that said, sense. That's that's our big game Monday night, and so that'll conclude it. Our closest spreads are Chargers Jaguars and Cowboys Bucks. And Giants Vikings will probably be a pretty good game too. So those are the ones I'm focusing on. We got a good one Saturday, Sunday, and Monday night. So anyway, if you're a football fan, this is you. Uh, Mrs. Brubacher, Miles's mom, Ari is
1: not a football fan. So I mentioned the other day the national championship game, you know, which was the stinker of all stinkers for stinker. TCU fans. But I mentioned, oh, it's the Super Bowl. The season's over. I said no 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 dear the season really starts now and she screamed at me what i've been such a good sport with all this football and you're telling me the season's just starting but i explained but it's true this, the fun really starts now. Yeah.
0: This yeah. Cool. In, in defense of Safari Ari on New Year's <laughs> Eve, Dad and I were glued to the TV for two great college football semifinal games. So the fact that the national championship was a stinker was fine. It allowed me to get to bed early, but yeah, yeah, yeah. so, so this weekend should be fun. I'm going to save my most egregious meal for Monday night for, for that, <laughs> uh, that, uh, Cowboys-Bucks game. Uh, Dad, I think you're going to cook some ribeyes some point this weekend? Yeah,
1: yeah, it's steak
0: night on that grill you gave me for Christmas. Jake and I are going to put it together tomorrow. There we go. Alright, so I think that about wraps it up and hopefully we'll be able to give you a recap next week and we appreciate you guys joining us.
1: Thanks, everybody. It's a pleasure. We love doing this and we love that you listen and uh, yeah, we'll come back again next week and Face the music for our picks, right? <laughs> we'll probably right. face the music. Probably got them all wrong. So
0: <laughs> oh, we'll yeah. see. All right. Thanks you guys everybody. Have a good one. Miller Hardware. That's right. Miller's Hardware Winterpark.com. Bye y'all.